Optional Podcast, episode number 153 for the week of February 25th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Everything you said just now was the truth. It is. There was no lies detected. All truth. I'm Cameron Brewster. (laughs) Whoa, full name. Yeah, full name. Uh, You're Paul Tamayo. That is true. Paul. What's the a whole, what's the full Paul? Paul, Paulander. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty legit. Paulander. Paulander. Uh, yo, I mean, kid names, you got to think of them early, man. It's Just not keep a, them in the bank. Like, Yeah, it's better than like uh, like Arrow or whatever, yeah, like Pilot. Bullshit ass. Weird fucking, ass kid names. Yeah, Orange. <laughs> Don't punish your children for the mistakes. How do you feel about like people named like Brooklyn? I feel like that's a dog's name or something like that. Yeah, I guess Brooklyn isn't as bad as like a pilot or yeah. arrow. Like Brooklyn, you, I guess it's it's so because you could always just call him Brook. True, you know. Yeah, Brook's actually a cool name. Yeah, Brook's not a bad name. That's my cat in the background. <laughs> Shout out to Ripley. Uh, but yeah, man, what's going on with you? Chill on, man. Um, I had a pretty cool week this week. Uh, mostly work, but uh, on Friday I got to go see um, Anderson Pack. Oh my uh, god! Live. Not to be mistaken with Levi Pack, I have not met no, him in person no. yet. <laughs> I'm sure his shows are just as yeah. They're pretty. They're, I'm sure they're great. Yeah. Um, but Anderson Pack, his show was really cool. It was at um, Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Okay. Uh, what, what is it called? Hammerstein. I say Stein. I say Stein. Yeah. And then someone says Hammerstein. Yeah, and I was like, like, Oh, right. Sorry, sorry, dude. Professor Hammerstein. Yeah. Just scan my ticket, dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was great. Um, it was. Probably the best show. Like I don't go to. Yeah. A lot. I haven't been to a lot of shows in my life, but like the ones I have have been all great. But yeah. this is up there, man. Really nice. great performance. Like the crowd was really good. That's good. Um, like he just has unlimited amounts of energy. Like and he does yeah. it all, man. And he like, plays like like twenty instruments or whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. Like he plays the drums and sings like he's not playing the drums you know like yeah. how much energy you gotta <laughs> yeah what does he do and like the the discipline like for your breath and shit like it's just yeah. every time like i would be singing a song and then i would just like stop and just be like damn i'm no i'm nothing <laughs> this guy is, has it all that's a good that's a good sign of a good show though when you're like blown <laughs> away by one person's talent you're like jeez. yeah and just like the moments where like he would like stop playing or like put the mic to the crowd and it just everybody knows every lyric that's like the best feeling yeah man it's like, yes i'm contributing <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though man but it was a great show and uh he had um uh an artist open up for him uh called uh taylor parks okay um and she apparently wrote a bunch of stuff for like a bunch of new artists she's like a 20 year old and she wrote like uh, "Thank You Next" for Ariana Grande, and like she's oh, a super wow. talented chick. Like, huh. she's great. She had a really nice voice, and it was like one of her first like performances. Oh, nice! Like at a big venue. So That's it awesome. Just, it was like a cool thing. And then he had fucking Funk Master Flex. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> he just like played the first fifteen seconds of a song. Oh my god! Not even. <laughs> The first two seconds of a song, uh, and then we switch it. We was like, "We know you understand what rap is. Like, yeah. you don't have to show us that you know every rap song." New ever. York, exactly. Yeah, he yelled at you guys a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot. Um, 
but it was entertaining. And he, I guess he had to like stretch at one point. So he just literally just kept going through songs. I was like, he was just going down the list, obviously. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Through the thing. There was no cohesive uh, like through, yeah, line. through line to his thing. It was just crazy. <laughs> but it, it was funny just That's to funny. see uh, Funk Flex in a Pelly Pelly jacket. You know, you know, it's it's at this point, it's like a, a monument yeah. to New York. You see, you, you're so used to it, and you see it, you're like, oh, that's nice. He's never gonna retire, ever. <sighs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be like 95. You gotta think about like he's had people. the same slot on the radio since I was a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm driving and I'm like, or if if I ever get the rare opportunity mm-hmm. to drive, I'm like, is this Funkmaster Flex? Yeah. Like, god damn. Same time, man. Yeah, hard to get a ticket. Still, still dropping bombs <laughs> on him for sure. Um, uh, that's cool you, though. Uh, not much, man. It's been a, it's been a pretty light week for me. I've uh, been pretty relaxed actually. So last week I talked about Tetris ninety nine, and then I wrote a review for it. It was yeah. originally supposed to be this like a little bit of behind the scenes, a peek behind the curtain. It was really originally supposed to be this like uh, like game diary type thing, and then um, I was convinced to turn it into a review, and I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Uh, but I like the main takeaway from it, like from the original piece, was going to be about how like <clears throat> I think the game is is cool. I think it's exciting and fun, but uh, I don't. There's there are things about it that I don't like, and because of that, I probably won't stick with it for a, a while. And I, I guess by that, um, by those standards, it kind of like qualified as a review. Uh, and it's it's interesting. This is like the first time I've, I've put up a review, and um, I mean it's my second review uh, to date, and it's another Tetris title. So I'm become I'm That's quickly dope, becoming the Tetris uh, person on staff, which is cool because I love Tetris. But um, no, it's been interesting, like getting the reception of people who like I feel like. It feels like almost everyone loves this game except for me, which is which is which is fun because it's it's weird having the the one. It's it seems like the one uh, opposing opinion. opposing yeah. opinion, yeah. And um, you know, I, I it, thankfully for the most part, people have been mad chill about it. Like people have been like, "Yo, man, like I respectfully disagree, and here's why I disagree." And I love that. I love that. Like you know, we can have this conversation and we can we can talk about it. You know, but. Uh, but then, of course, you have like the people who take it super personally, and you're yeah. like, "Yo, how chill. could you fucking not? <laughs> how could? How dare you? I like the things that I like. Oh, like I, I'm sorry, man. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. But um, yeah, it's like I'm sorry that you feel like I'm hurting your feelings. Yeah, yeah and it's totally fine to disagree with me. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm actually glad that it's it's kind of taking off and getting popularity on Twitch, especially because I think like I love Tetris and I want to mm-hmm. see Tetris like you know get into other people's hands and, and, and feeds. Uh, but for me, it's just like not not my first choice, and that's mm-hmm. what I said in my review too. I, like, I think it's doing exciting things, and I think it's a, an interesting first step as an experiment. But like for me, it's not my I, yeah. Jam. It's it's interesting because it is a really fun, watchable yeah, Tetris. Totally. That's I I think that's the, the determining factor, of like why it's taking off so much. Yeah. It's like easily tw- it's a great twitchable thing. Totally. Un- unlike Tetris Effect, where yeah, yeah. you know you're there for the long haul. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And and you're kind of watching someone. It's a different experience. Yeah, one hundred super super different. But yeah, I, I mean, I still think it's a fun game. I still think it's pretty exciting. But I think for me, like yeah, long term, it's not. It's not. not it doesn't it, happen yeah. for me. But um, it is kind of cool though. I'm I'm glad that it. Like I said, it's it's taking off. But uh, yeah, it's it's been such an interesting week. This like especially for for games. I could just jump, I guess jump right yeah. into what I've been playing. But um, I guess for just more so on the on the regular usual suspects list. <laughs> I've been playing more of uh, AC Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You saw me playing before uh, before we started recording, but uh, I'm trying to get through the DLC stuff uh, just because I want to see that ending of the episode two for myself personally. I'm mm-hmm. very, very curious about that. I've also been dipping um, in and out of Zelda Breath of the Wild, finally getting through that Champions Ballad uh, DLC. Um, also, I've, I've been chugging along about like four or five hours into Final Fantasy IX, which I'm really, really digging, actually. Um, it's got a lot of systems. It's way more complex than I 
uh, was anticipating it being. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm really, really into the story so far. I really love Vivi, uh, kind of quickly becoming one of my new favorites uh, in the Final Fantasy series. And it's just so nice to be able to just like kick back and and play it on my Switch and then take it on the go. Like I, I still think that's like such a killer killer feature. And um, yeah, I'm liking it so far. I, I'm I'm very curious to see where it goes. And I'm actually following the story really well. And um, it's it's interesting having you know experienced this game on the heels of other things like Dragon Quest Eleven and other like more cutesy uh, traditional quote unquote RPG. Japanese RPGs. Yeah. And um, but also setting it in context, like to when it came out, when it was like after Final Fantasy seven VII and eight, and it was sort of returning to this like old cutesy, like you know, traditional Final Fantasy experience. Where I, I think it's kind of cool. I think like I kind of miss that stuff, and um, I kind of got a taste of that with like things like I Am Setsuna mm-hmm. or like what was the other one, Lost Sphere. But I didn't finish either of those, and um, makes me a little hopeful for the new one that's coming out. The other. Um, game coming out from the tokyo rpg factory whatever they're called from square um but yeah I, I'm, I'm liking it so far i think if you've never checked it out i think the switch is a really great way to, to experience it i do think the menus and stuff are still pretty gross but i guess that's what you get with those, these kind of ports and then um another usual suspect i've been i've just been playing apex legends like kind of pretty yeah. regularly and it's been a lot of fun we had a really good uh match this yeah. week we got we, to second place we had some good ones where we were yeah multiple like matches yeah. really high on the list and, yeah um just like you learn so much from that game every time you lose. Yeah, man. Um, about like when to push, when to f- fall back, like making sure you're you're checking how many teams are left. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you know it, like you're just running around and then you're like, oh, shit, it's top three. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh, fuck. So we should probably like get into the mix or like, yeah. you know, fall back a little bit. And it's just a really fun game, man. It, it's I, also I, such a different experience when so we were playing with our friend Suji mm-hmm. and it was so nice to be able to like talk to you guys yeah and it like is really strategize like all right they're in that house i'm gonna go right right i, I know where you are i know where he is mm-hmm. and i know where like i can sort of fill in our like you know the our rear or whatever just mm-hmm. so we, we don't get like flanked or whatever it's so good man i mean i'm ha- I'm still having a blast with this game same um yeah it, it's interesting because I, I played it like the i've been playing it pretty much every day but like i'll just jump in and like play a match or two and i, I won one the other day nice like i think the day after we played and uh it was just with randos and we were just like cruising along and we were just literally just washing everybody we came across. Nice. It's just so, it's like a weird feeling when you have that like confidence. You're like, I'm going to win this one. Like yeah, I just yeah. knew right away. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm saving that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I think I've won only three so far. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've only won one. Yeah. I've only won one so far. But um, yeah, man, I, even when I'm not like, again, like even when I'm not playing it, I'm still thinking about it. But um, I definitely want to try to squeeze some time in with it tonight because mm-hmm. I've also been doing a bit of everything for the past week from in the past week for like for work stuff. So it really, it, it is kind of a nice, like just for me game, you know? Yeah. It's super interesting um, that they're already adding stuff to the game. They're, they're st- starting oh, right. to do the, um, the, the Fortnite um, formula where you like taking, putting weapons in, taking stuff away. So that's really interesting. And I, I like that, um, yeah. that they're going to keep doing that. Did you get hands on time with the, the havoc? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. Yeah, me neither. Not a fan. Because uh, it, it is really cool because it is interesting that you can... It's an energy weapon um, uh, for the people that don't know. Like uh, Apex has like different types of ammo. And energy uh, weapons are the rarest, I guess, I would say. Or maybe the ammo is the rarest to come by. Um, but the cool thing about those is um, that they're pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Like if you can you know, handle the recoil or whatnot. The drawback is that they take time to like spin up. 
yeah um or recharge so like the havoc is an assault rifle um and it has three slots and the cool thing about it is that it has two upgrade slots so like well one slot but it has two upgrades for it so like you can get one upgrade for like the faster spin up time Mm -hmm. or you can get an upgrade that has a select fire yeah which is really dope it turns it into like a laser yeah laser beam yeah Yeah. it's fucking cool um but again like i think the long range game in this this uh game is not like super viable at the moment Mm -hmm. because like at distances you can like pick up your partner you know your people like um pretty quickly and they can recover so like yeah there's not a lot of sniping going on unless yeah. you just want to be a nuisance you know right right um so yeah it's not the best but uh i'm, I'm i still love this game man yeah same <laughs> I, I, I like i just want to play right now but yeah. um but yeah <clears throat> besides that the other the only other game i've been playing is uh doa 6 that are alive oh, 6. really yeah yeah we got codes for it and we, uh we streamed it or tim and heather i think streamed it the other day mm-hmm. and um it's pretty good. It has like a pretty robust single player. Um, it's it's a fun. It's a three D fighter, right? Three D fighter. Yeah. Okay. It's it's the one that like came out on Dreamcast. That was like, yeah. yo, look, if I hit you through this fence, we we can go on this other area. <laughs> like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely more of that. Um, I definitely want to spend more time with it before I talk about it more. But the single player stuff is actually pretty meaty, and like, it gives you a nice incentive to play. Uh, if you're into like playing fighting games, like playing with all the different characters, and it, it does a, a kind of like. Uh, what's the mode in Smash Bros called again? Spirit something oh, yeah, yeah. like that with spirit, spirit world, mode or whatever. Yeah. It does something similar where it's like a quest and you have to like do specific objectives each each round, which are kind of cool. But um, yeah, it's fun. It looks good. Um, it's it's also still pretty horny. Like oh yeah, <laughs> like, that know, was like the booby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the the one that they had like the what was it the Evo Japan stream where they brought like cosplayers out and they had them like jump up and down oh, and like wow. tore their clothes and stuff and it was like that's wild yeah we're still doing that we're still doing <laughs> that's that wild. um yeah, cause yeah i remember this game as a like the volleyball game that's the only thing i really ever remember about this game yeah was, like, uh, i'm not gonna play this because my if my mom woke in i know <laughs> I, I was playing it like in the office like in an open ass office it's something that would be like oh god if i wasn't like one of the dudes or yeah. whatever and then like you know it was like a girl on girl fight i was like oh jeez like please don't <laughs> let like someone who i respect yeah, in his right. office walk by right now are you enjoying that man but uh yeah man what about you what's on your playlist? uh yeah so uh apex of course is definitely on my list uh again great game so like coming off of apex I've, I've really been wanting to get back into blackout um so last two nights i've been picking that up oh nice um and just checking out like see if i still love blackout and i do yeah um yeah it, it's still a great shooter the cool thing is that they've updated a lot since the last time i played um they added they still have the same map but they added a, a bunch of new buildings to like the certain areas that you used to interesting um so they remixed a little bit so that's you, dope you get a lot more loot um it's easily like you don't have to like get into a fight right away i heard there's loot boxes now too uh, is there? Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Um, they added the spray paint mechanic, I guess. So if you collect enough spray cans throughout your, your blackout match, mm-hmm. you can get like a rare skin or spend it or something like that. I think that's how it works. <laughs> I was like, I was just picking them up. I was like, I don't know I what don't this know. does. Do I like spray <laughs> somebody it. with it? Um, and the cool thing is they updated it so that now you can swap um, weapons mm. and you can take the attachments with that weapon. Like, okay. Like Apex. There does. you go. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, well done. Nice. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. Hell yeah. Um, and it, the shooting is just really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. They know how to shoot in that game. Uh, it's great. Uh, I still suck. I haven't really gotten low in, um, in, in a while, but uh, 
I got to get back into it. It's, it seems incredibly sluggish and slow coming off of Apex, which mm. is a really fast game, like, comparatively. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of like, damn, the mobility in this game sucks, man. <laughs> I was, like, running through a field. I was like... I'm still running, like yeah. Oh my god, it's wild I want to too. Slide. Yeah, it's wild too because when, like when we played Blackout for the first time, we're like, "Wow, this it's feels fast. so smooth yeah. Yeah, and fast." And now we're like, "It feels so slow." <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's bizarre. Like when you get another game in the in the same vein, um, yeah. that just does stuff differently. Uh, both games are really good, so I, I would check out both if you're if you're into the battle royales. Nice, um, they're both really solid. And then the other thing I've been playing was um, Smash Bros. Man, nah, like, it's becoming like my. Again, it's becoming my, uh, not obsession, but, like, my go-to game. Nice. You know? Like, I played, like, a lot at work. Uh, and then uh, some my coworker, he invited me over to his friend's um, crib. And uh, we had, like, a big smash, like, night. We smashed. We nice. all smashed. Yeah, we all smashed. Um, <laughs> it was cool. It was, like, a do- like guy's night. And we just all bought beer and, like, made, like, uh, Negronis. Nice. And had chili and shit. It was great. It was, it was <laughs> real fun. That sounds like a good-ass time. It was, I, man, I haven't had laughed that hard in a long <laughs> fucking time. Because yeah. we, we were doing, like, the silly things, like, all incineroars. <laughs> and it was, like, seven people on the screen. <laughs> oh, my God. it was God. just, like, you just, everybody's just dying by their, uh. like, no one's getting any hits. It's just, like, it's so much fun. Nice. Um, yeah, that, that game is, is really fun. We did also did a tournament because um, they have like you can do like tournaments. In the That's game. right. Yeah. So we did like a, a tournament so nice. that everybody can get their like one on ones. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I think I have new mains now. It's oh weird. yeah, who's that? So uh, Duck Hunt is probably like my favorite at the moment, and then um, Wild Card. Ah, fuck, what's her name? One of the Fire Emblem people. Mm. <laughs> Pick one of one. the 12. Yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. 16 Fire Emblem <laughs> people. Um, I forgot her name. Corin? Corin. Whoa. She's Nailed dope. Nailed it. She's dope. Uh, she's super powerful and uh, really like versatile and, and stuff like that. But it, that game is just really, good really time. fun. The only thing that sucks that I didn't know. So when you're playing locally, um, you can only go up to... So depending on what kind of controllers you have, you can only go up to a certain amount because each side of the Joy-Con count as a controller so each joy con counts as a controller even if you're using them as one controller so they take up a slot like you can usually you're supposed to be able to go up to 10 but we had like a mixture of pro controllers i had my um gamecube adapter adapter, and then there was like three um uh, other ones other like regular switch controllers but each uh, each joy con counts as a controller so It kind of sucks that some people had to play with like half a controller. Yeah, so we yeah. ended up like just switching it out, so it would be like fair. But just keep that in mind if you're like doing like a, 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 a land party. Yeah, yeah. that's good uh, to know. Yeah, it's fun, man. I, I love it. It's a great game. Keep playing it. Keep releasing characters. Piranha yeah. um, Plant's dope. I never got a f- code for that. I, I didn't get mine either, so don't feel bad. I'm sure they'll wow. give it again. <laughs> I actually just realized that, and I feel really, really upset now. Fucking shout out. Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. <laughs> Before you leave, give him my code. Yeah, speaking of which, jumping <laughs> into the news, our first story. Uh, another uh, another Brentwood High School alumni. Yeah, shout out to Brentwood, man. Shout out to Brentwood. For all that don't know, Brentwood High School, Long Island, uh, is where we went to high school, man. Yeah, and so did uh, Reggie fils man. Yeah, man. Which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, so he announced this week that he will be retiring in April. It's uh, April 15th, to be exact. And, uh, of course, set, setting the internet on fire, uh, Doug Bowser will be taking over Reggie's role, and he's going to become the new president of Nintendo of America. Uh, but he's currently working as the senior VP of sales and marketing. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you had a chance to watch the video, but it was like it was kind of sad and also kind of like nice at the same time because you I mean, there was like this really funny. I mean, I mean, I think that's giving us a weird feedback issue, but it it was uh it was funny and also kind of sad at the same time seeing someone uh, leave a video game company like on their own accord. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, Especially right. after we've been seeing everything happen the past uh, couple weeks or months even and. Um, yeah, how do you feel about Reggie departing Nintendo? I like Reggie. And he, yeah. he, he was uh, cool to have a brown face around. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that, I mean, look, he did his job. Yeah. And no one, do people not like Reggie? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, why would you not like yeah, Reggie? like, it's cool to see him being able to retire at, like, you know, a younger, young enough age where, like, yeah. you know, he's going to live his life spending that Nintendo money. Word. He's going to spend some time with his, his family. family and shit, yeah. like, not traveling all the time. Yeah. You know, so, I, I and also, he's probably, like, you know, change the guard, man. Let somebody else get in there. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, who's taking over? Doug Bowser. That's wild, right? I thought wild. it was a joke at first. Yeah, I, yeah, I think like, we all did. You guys picked him because of his last name. For I know. Sure. Is he really qualified? Let me see his resume. <laughs> uh, there's actually a really good story on um, Kotaku that Chris Kohler wrote about. He was there during the 3DS press conference. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, the first... Or not 3DS, the DS. The DS. Um, and uh, this was like at the height of like the the console wars between the three the three main yeah. uh, manufacturers and um this was like his first showing and and how he like sort of cemented himself as the the this like sort of new face of Nintendo which was like it, you know, it worked you know like till this day every time you see him you're like ooh it's Reggie like right. he's got something to say right, right, right. and uh you know depending on how you feel about him like it's it's still kind of nice to see someone who was sort of like very direct and no pun intended just very like sort of you know clear with the fans and like you could tell he was passionate you could tell mm-hmm. he really loved the the brand and stuff so it was it's cool like and, and sometimes it was kind of annoying because like you read an interview with him and you're like man he doesn't turn he doesn't he's always on like yeah. he, he he won't sort of uh you know and sometimes he would try to like answer some questions or whatever as best as he could but but he's like yeah it's nintendo it's nintendo i can't yeah. say shit also like you said though <laughs> like you said though too it's, it's like really cool to see you know a brown person mm-hmm. uh like in charge of this company like that it was like super fucking cool I think, what is he he's actually haitian american right <clears throat> yeah i think because of visa may i think no I, I, I gotta i gotta fact check that but i could just warn you he was, he was haitian well, but... i know you from brothers from brentwood long island brothers from brentwood long island. <laughs> exactly oh yeah shout yeah out. shout we, out to reggie sorry we got two more we, we still two people in the in the games media space you dig and we from brentwood we're out here um but then uh, our next story is actually pretty funny too. Uh, Epic is suing this fake ass festival that happened, and I, I forget where it is. Um, it was it took place in it's actually in England, um, but there was like this organize these organizers of an event called Fortnite Live, mm-hmm. which was completely like done without Epic's permission and drew almost three thousand people to the to the event. And <clears throat> to recap. Uh, the show, which cost people uh, the equivalent of fifteen to twenty-five bucks to attend, uh, offered a bank of PCs that charged people to play the game that's otherwise free to freaking play. Um, and they had like weird little like side attractions and and just bizarre things. And apparently, it was like a real dud of an event. And um, now Epic is is taking legal action primarily to uh, to shut them down, but also to prevent them from doing any more. And hopefully, like stealing more people's money and, yeah. and just like kind of <laughs> slowly ruining the brand over time. But it is kind of funny that they're now they're being sued for basically 
like now their shit's being ripped off and now they're like hey wait yeah, a minute wait, that's we're not gonna more, sue that's, you yeah you shouldn't fucking hurt people <laughs> yeah word it's pretty funny you yeah you should <laughs> that's funny yeah now they're the taking the high road great. yeah it's so bizarre I mean I, I would actually it. like love to attend that though like, I wish I, I'm, I haven't seen any photos from it but I would love to see like if they don't get that lawsuit off in time like can we can I can I get some tickets? Can I get some tickets? I'll go Please. down there for free and cover it. I'll, and... I'll even rent one of the machines just because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of machines are they running? Like, what other events are there? Is there a is there a swipe it oh dance off? Oh my god! Yeah, that that should be it. Oh god! Is is Marshmallow going to be there? I wonder if they like. Yeah, like they probably had some like janky ass shit going on. Yeah, I would love to see that. That's what I'm saying. Like some weird ass like Adventureland version of Spork Night. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, how it kills us. Jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the-optional.com and we'll read them on the show. You can also drop questions into our Discord questions channel or record a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone. So, uh, Suji writes in, uh, which of your favorite characters would you switch places with? Ooh. That's a good question. And this is across all medias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I've been watching a lot of One Piece Mm. Uh, and I like the more I watch it, the more I fall in love with that show. Yeah, like I got like I only want to watch that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've been like neglecting all my other TV. Um, but That's I was lots to go through. It is. Is oh, it's like nine hundred episodes. <laughs> and I'm only at like four hundred. Wow. Yeah, I've I've ripped through the three hundreds. Damn. Like, pretty much. I'm trying to catch up to Ray because he was like we were le- even, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm at five hundred something." I was like, "Dog, you have a baby." <laughs> That's probably how he's that, like, yeah, he's just like watching the baby, the baby yeah. and shit. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, um, I would want to be not one of the main characters, but I would just want to be like around to see those guys fight, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying, like a bystander, yeah. I don't think I could take a punch, no, but <laughs> yeah, that, when I thought about this question, I was like, man. Who do I want to be? But like, I don't want any of that responsibility. Yeah, right. Because my first, like, my knee, my knee, like, uh, like my knee jerk reaction was like Miles Morales. Oh, okay. I'm like, I don't want that responsibility. Yeah, I gotta lot, save yeah. people. Come on, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Maybe like, um, I mean, Miles is like my first go to answer. But uh, hearing you say that, like, I was like, oh, maybe like One Punch, One Punch Man Ooh, would be kind of cool. That'd too. be kind of cool. Yeah, I would. Like, I would love that. Like that way, you could be lazy and say and be good right and do good like it's kind of my level of commitment where it's like <laughs> i can do this every once in a while i know i have a guaranteed thing yeah and if someone fucks with me or if someone fucks with the city i'll, yeah. I'll quickly take care of it be side time that's that's cool that's a good one that's a good that's a really good one i'm trying to think of like who who else has like a low you know yeah i'd be like from the marvel universe you ever heard of squirrel girl yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like babysits oh. like, <laughs> the cage's baby. If that's the case, I want to be Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's dope. But he has to go into a different dimension to, to, teleport. to teleport. Yeah. There's other better teleport. I like Deadpool has a teleporter. How would you yeah. choose that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, who else can teleport? I mean, I just want to be able to teleport. That's what I'm getting at. Do you want your power to be teleportation or do you want a device that can teleport you? Now, on top of having a power. Like Deadpool has... That's a good question. He's a ninja that can regenerate. Yeah. And also he has a teleportation. No, it would have to be a device. I think my my superpower would just be like like being able to regenerate. Because then I know if my arm gets blown off. Yeah. It'll hurt for a little while. Give me like an hour. I'll be right back. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'll be okay. Unless you chop my head off. But yeah. Even then. Then it goes back to the question of like who's – 
I don't want to be that person that people want to chop yeah, my head off. Yeah, right, up. true. I just want to be a chill character. Got to be a lo- like in the cut. Like Dexter's Laboratory or something. Yeah. I just have a lab somewhere. And just chill? Just do shit. Who's the worst X-Men? <sighs> you know? Like, who who didn't get the call every time? I guess, like, Beast. They didn't really no, let Beast come out. I was going to say, as much as I love Jubilee... Yeah. Kind of lame. She had kind of trash kinda powers. Lame. What was her powers? Was just fireworks? Like fireworks? Yeah. What the hell? I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, she once was badass, a year, though. Like, that coat. Year. That yellow coat. Oh, my God. Fire. Yeah. I, have a, I still have a crush on Jubilee. Like, the eight, the 80s were fire. Yeah. For, like, the, the goggles fashion. Yeah. And the, like, the yellow coat. That, that's how I feel about, like, Bishop. That Jerry curl was oh, just man. absolutely juicy. Like, that yeah. shit was beautiful. It was, like, it was like 50% of his strength was in the he Jerry curl. He had a beautiful curl. <laughs> <laughs> it was extra juicy. It was just yeah. so juicy. Like that drip. That's why he, they kept Yo. chasing him through time because they could follow the drip from his jersey. Damn, the drip is is actually that's that where it started. Yeah, that's where the drip started. Damn, it was actually Bishop's Jerry curl. Yo, fruits and berries, bro. This shit is this shit is Natural beautiful. Fruits and berries. <laughs> Yo, shout that's out to wild. Bishop and his Jerry curl. I had a I had a Bishop uh, action figure as me a too. kid and. uh I took it with me everywhere. I thought he was the coolest fucking character. You remember, uh, I was a big fan of Forge as well because he was Native American. Oh, yeah. Forge yeah, yeah. was from the future too. And he used to roll Bishop. He That's could fix dope. anything. Like, that was his power. That's he was cool. like, I can make that carburetor for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have the power of STEM. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that, dope. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good question. Shout out to X-Men. I love it. Uh, his second question is, are streaming games the future? Uh, I mean, they're a part of it. I don't, yeah. I don't think it'll be... Just because of like we live in New York, and the way the internet is set up, yo, can I just, yo can I go on a quick tangent? Yeah, go for it. So my internet has been doo doo for like <laughs> months, right? You gotta call them and scream at them. Don't I you? called them and screamed at them. First of all, fucking mafia. They yeah. were like, oh yeah, in order to do that, we have to add a protection plan or plan thing to your to your plan. I was like, all right, like six bucks six bucks a month extra. I was like, okay, wow. but then they go, if you don't have this plan, and they come through. And they find out it's something that's not related to us. Well, they can charge. We can charge you eighty bucks. I know. So I go. All right. Well, I guess I'll take the fucking six dollars a month thing. She goes. All right. Cool. And then I go. Wait. Wait. When can I cancel? She's like. Oh, well, you have to. You, if you cancel within the first six months, then it's like a twenty-five, thirty-dollar charge. Yo. So I'm like you. So I laugh. I'm like, wow. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Someone comes here. They can determine something that I can't prove. Right. It's not. It's my fault. Let's say. Uh, and then you guys charge me eighty bucks. She's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, sign me up. I was like super fucking like <laughs> sarcastic with them. So long story short, they come oh, through. They it, it turns out my, because uh, I was paying for like the, the mon- I'm paying for the monster fucking internet yeah. shit. And uh, they checked the roof, like where the cable was. So the dude was trying to convince me that it was my wireless router. I was like, mm-hmm. bro, it's not the router. I told him what was going on. He went to the roof. He's like, oh yeah, you're right. It's this thing. Give me 80 bucks. Bitch. Yeah, no, but like, give me fucking 80 bucks <laughs> off my shit. Let me, let me get Showtime for free or something. It's like, yeah, oh, right. So then, uh, so they checked it. They, they, they swapped out a, a couple things and, uh, he was like, we won't charge you or whatever. I was like, damn right. You won't charge no. I mean, y'all already charging me. Right. But now my internet's crazy nice. good. It's, good. it's unbelievable. So I think that like, I mean, that's my, my roundabout way of saying, I think that like as, as shitty as the internet is, I, I pray and I hope that one day, maybe 10 years from now, whatever, it'll probably get to a point where we're like even at the base level of like some of the future cities out there. Because like I want to be able to be on the train the whole time. Oh my God. With the thing. Yeah. Can they put a router on the train, please? Seriously, man. Like just one with some trash like 20 
download speed or e- something even, like? even like i feel like in at most stations i'm fine on the platform right on the platform but in the train but in the tunnel yeah like, you just yeah. screwed like, but even then when we pull into stops like i still have to wait like three more stops before i get a stable connection yeah, and before i can your refresh like, twitter uh, yeah so you're on 4g right now <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then like you still can't do anything still on 4G. can't do yeah. shit yeah so I think it is part of the future. I think it's possible, but I don't think it's going to be like on like in these metropolitan cities yet that, yeah. you know, the American system is not great. It's terrible. Maybe like in Korea or some shit. Makes you want to move somewhere else. That's Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot, man. Yeah. I don't know how it is down there in the South, Suhail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it is down there. Down there. Yo, the anything DMV. below uh, Jersey is the South, deep South. Anything to me? Anything I told you? Anything past the Hudson? I don't know what it hey, is. Yeah, what is that? What is that? It's rural. Fucking Hicks. <laughs> I don't know what anything is. Uh, that's a good question. Thank you, Suji. Uh, Levi writes in. Uh, okay, this is kind of a Paul question, uh, but in response to your Tetris ninety nine review, what would you do with the Tetris license? Mm. There have been so many good and bad Tetris games. What sort of treatment would you give it? So this is an interesting question because the the Tetris game that I want already exists and it's called Tetris Effect because like my first answer is like I want to like Luminous and Tetris together and that already exists. Yeah. Um, but so again, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I think I've been getting a lot of flag for the fact that I don't love Tetris 99. Yeah. Um, but I do like the competitive aspect of it. I would like to see some some sort of spin on it. And again, I'm not a game designer, um, um, but you know I have a, I guess a, a seed of an idea of um, somehow making a Tetris game, like even Tetris Effect could do it, Mm. where a collaborative Tetris game where there's some sort of, maybe every round or maybe there are like seasons where you kind of do this. I love the idea of like with Fortnite, for example, when something new comes out, there's a mystery that Mm. people work towards or like in the Battlefield series, there are like Easter eggs. eggs, And people figure out ways to like, all right, if I push this button, this door on the other side Spin of the map, around three yeah, times, they yeah. look up and down five <laughs> times, and like, it shit works out, and then like a fucking you know megalodon pops yeah. out, like that's that's really cool. So I would love to see some sort of like community co- cooperative experience where people are working together and like, like literally losing the pieces and shit. Yeah. You gotta like take screenshots, right? Or you have to hit a certain score. Like mm. remember like Battlefield. 1943 did that where it was like if you get a certain amount of kills or whatever or a certain amount of wins then we'll release the next map or whatever so i i don't know if like what that entails but some sort of cooperative collaborative experience would be cool because um i don't know just like that's kind of part of the reason why i don't like tetris 99 i, I think it's exciting i think it's ex- i think it's experimenting in really cool yeah. ways uh but for me it, it doesn't hold my attention in the long term like i also like to be to be fair i guess like um i got like I played probably like in four sittings, probably two or three hours each time. And um, I got eight wins, which is like more than the average person will probably get. And and so I think that like my experience has been sort of, um, it's like a fast forward experience. Mm. I think that most people may hit we'll my wall. Out, right. Yeah. May, maybe they'll hit my wall. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll like continue playing this forever. And I think that's awesome. Like, please keep playing this game. But um, I'm curious, like what, what else can be done? Because, I mean, it's pr- it's been proven already with Tetris Effect and 99 that the, even though the formula is 30 years old, there's still some really cool some things you can mag- do with this it. magic. Yeah, there's still something like, I mean, the zone effect is, is amazing from Tetris Effect. Uh, the, um, the the different ways you can send out and defend in 99, I think it's really cool. And it's, it's just regular ass Tetris, which mm-hmm. I think is really, really cool. So there's still ways to chip away or, or grow on top of it. It's just like... I don't know. I, I would. I would also love to see a, a return to like 
the retro style graphics like if they could sort of like you know maybe sonic mania it a bit mm. where like they play with some really cool retro backgrounds but also the pieces look kind of old like the, the nes style yeah, one yeah. which is that, that was another um <clears throat> that was another one of my knocks on 99 was that i wasn't a huge fan of the presentation i think it like it was definitely lacking i think um yeah you said you had a problem with the ui right yeah like it, it looks fine you know like it, it looks good uh i just think that things you would swap and change around yeah like the music's not great in my opinion i think that like the the way it looks isn't particularly captivating by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination but um they should let you put like skins or something like yeah that would be cool like to add some skins like hey my the gray blocks that fill up like those are a different color or something like that because yeah. it, it seems a little weird that like the blocks that you get like people are adding to your thing is just gray like yeah 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 so i mean i guess it needs to be that contrast so you can like look at it but that's why i'm excited to see like i kind of hope i actually do genuinely hope that 99 is successful so that it can um maybe release more modes mm-hmm. maybe tetris 99 whatever the next iteration of 99 is maybe that comes with like a nicer package a nicer like nicer effects maybe cooler like visual effects when you do things different like so now that they've established this sort of base level thing it would be cool for the next game to be like all right instead of just sending garbage now you can do other things maybe Mm. now you can increase their speed or maybe now you can slow down your speed or you can clear out things like there's different ways that would be cool if you can like form alliances with some of the people team tetris like you see somebody really struggling and it highlights like this person's struggling and people are aiming at them. You jump in, you jump the person that's jumping them. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah, team team like like duos mm. would be cool. You know, if they could figure that out somehow, where it's like you and a buddy versus other teams of two, that could be really cool. Because like maybe your fr- may- and then maybe each person has a very specific thing, right? So I think part of the uh, other thing I talked about with Touch Ninety Nine is that like it can be a lot to process mm-hmm. so maybe like one person can handle the offense another person can handle defense or yeah you know whatever like there there are still so many ways you could go about implementing a cool multiplayer tetris game that like this is cool this is a great first step this is a like fantastic first step and i can't wait to see like what else comes after it because i don't know man i love tetris i think more people should play tetris and uh it's like the perfect game in, in so many ways uh and it has so much potential to be to be a ton of other things which i think is awesome facts um i if i can add my two cents of course uh, what what i would do with the license i would make a cereal oh why haven't they just made a cereal of tetris cereal whoa i'm trying to think of like should it be a fruity cereal or should it be like a kicks-esque like the marshmallows Mm, see I i don't think i don't think tetris is a marshmallow cereal no I think it needs to be fruity. Like, it needs to have... Like a tricks almost? Yeah. But that crunchy... That crunchy... Old school tricks. Not that plastic shit they put out these days. I haven't seen tricks in a minute. It's gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, a good idea. Or like gummy snacks. Ooh, Tetris gummy snacks. Yo, Tetris. Come on. Nintendo. Tetris company. I don't know who makes... (laughs) Nintendo. (laughs) Nintendo. Dice. Come on. Dice. Um... Uh, so we actually got two uh, audio messages. I, I just saw one come in at the last second here. So I'm going to play the first one. Uh, this one comes in from Pito. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good morning to the listeners. So the two-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch is coming up in a couple weeks. So my question is, what console do you think had the best first two years of its life? Um, the With the Nintendo Switch... 
It had a slowish. It had a good first year, but it was still kind of slow, like how every console first releases, first uh, year releases. But its second year in 2018, it picked up a lot. I've noticed though on social media, Twitter, and everything that a lot of people complain that the Nintendo Switch gets a lot of mobile games and a lot of ports. So when you're looking into, when you're thinking about your answer, I guess you kind of have to take that into consideration too. Like, think more more along the lines of new games and IPs and all that, and not ports. And um, Paul, organize your PS4 games by genre. <laughs> okay, first of all. <laughs> You don't tell me how to live my life. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. That is a great question. Um, yeah, no, I, I think uh, that's it. I, I can't think of like a game, a, a console that is, has really had a successful, strong, strong launch. launch. They all kind of usually have weak ass launches. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the pickup, though, I, I would have to say PS2, PS4. I mean, mm. like they had a bunch of shit. At launch? No, no, not at launch. Oh, in the first two years. Yeah, first two. Oh, years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. that second year especially. Yeah, absolutely. Like I remember, what well, I guess that what came out that second year. I guess De- uh, Destiny came out that second year, or was that a launch title? No, I think that was the second year. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was not launch. Yeah, yeah. Destiny came out. I think Battlefield was coming out. What happened? I feel like I lost your audio. Yeah, bit. that was weird. Hello, hello. There you are. What the hell? Happened? That's weird. I don't know. Is that thing frying again? <laughs> I, I I touched nothing and it worked. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think um I think the Switch has had a pretty solid first two years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially the first... I mean, people shit on the, the Switch's launch, but I mean it it launched with one of the best games ever, in my opinion. And it's like how do you beat that, you know? I think um I think uh, it, it's hard. I'd have to look at the numbers and like the actual like you know the releases in terms of the, especially the first two years. That's such a large window. Mm-hmm. But I do think also that I think the N sixty four probably had a really solid first two years. Oh shit, we're going around. Yeah. Oh man. my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think of, like uh, then the fucking tiger. No, sounds like oh <laughs> damn. damn. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I can't think of like Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, that. I mean, eight bangers, man. Because what Mario sixty four came out. Mario sixty four. They had, they had uh, Ocarina. Ocarina. I believe was that launch within the first. No, within the first two years. Within the first two. Oh yeah, def- uh, probably. I might have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, they had Killer Instinct Gold launch. Pretty what solid. They had? Pilot Wings, I think launch. Yeah, but I think I think uh, I do think Switch has had a really strong two years. I, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's one of those questions where you like. Can I get a graph? Yeah, I know. Like, I, I just want to see the releases just side by side because yeah. all that shit mixes together. You think about how long the PS4 has been out, and it's, it's wild. Yeah, seriously. Like it doesn't feel that long, but it felt like a, it's a different lifetime mm-hmm. from from where we are now. For, yeah, for sure. So I'm actually really excited about the switches uh, this this year and yeah. the following years. I mean, like the possibilities are endless. Like they might come out with a new version. Yeah. You know, like I would like to see this year or maybe even next year, excuse me. I would love to see like a, a beefed up model. Mm -hmm. So maybe something that could comfortably do 1080p or even like, I mean, probably not any more than that, but maybe even like a nicer screen on there, maybe a better battery life. Maybe you heard like it here first, Switch Pro is coming out. Switch Pro, according to Paul Tamayo. I know nothing. Uh, <laughs> just <the> <laughs> legal liability. I know nothing. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it has had a strong year. Although looking at the calendar now, it doesn't seem like a lot of heats coming out in terms yeah. of like this this calendar year. But uh, again, they've been known to be like, oh yeah, by the way, this is coming out this year. So put Resident Evil series on the Switch. Put that shit. Put all the weird ones. Yeah, on there. like the fucking weird first person ones that only came up with like the razor. <laughs> <laughs> weird, weird. Um, all right, cool. And our final question comes in from Ashtar. Hey guys, this is Two Beards, aka Ashtar. Uh, my question for this week is: What's your favorite thing that you've recommended to someone else, and what's the favorite thing that you've been recommended for? Uh, for me, it is recommending Dragon Quest Builders to my wife. She was a big fan of Minecraft, and she actually liked this one even more than that, just building things and going on the world and just the whole cuteness of it. She spent a lot of time with it. Um, and then for everything that's been recommended recent, well, from you guys, is that uh, My Hero Academia, which I'd heard about before, but then I'm pretty sure it was on a feeling it, and then I actually watched it, and now it's like one of my favorite animes. All right, thanks. Keep the good work. Peace. Nice. Shout out to Ashtar. Yeah, word. That's awesome that we that you got into my hero because of our stupid little show. Yeah. Um I still love that anime. Um I'm trying to think of the something movie that just came out. Oh yeah, it did, right? I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, me neither. Um You know, there there's a lot of things that like I love about um like like Ashtar mentioned, like showing his his wife DQB. Mm-hmm. Um it's really cool to like show your significant other something that you really love and then sure. them wind up actually liking it. So I talked about it on the show probably like a couple of years ago at this point, but um a while ago I had shown my girlfriend one of my favorite games of all time, Ico. And I was like really apprehensive. I didn't know if she was going to like it. I didn't e- I didn't even know if it would like hold up. And she wound up like loving it and even like crying at the end of it. And, I, and like it was cool having this like moment with her like this shared experience where um, something that I loved, also something that I, I mentioned before on the show, uh, meant something way different to me as like a 13-year-old playing it than as an adult with like a, in a relationship, you know, in a shared household or whatever. Like it meant something completely different this time around. And it was cool being able to experience that with her for the first time. And uh, especially as a, with a game. Like, I, And I've shown her like other really great games throughout the years, like Journey and... Um, uh, I forget what else, but it it is cool when you when you recommend someone something and they actually really do wind up loving it. It's like there's no better feeling because you're like, oh, cool! Like y- you see why I like it so much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I think like on the opposite end, uh, like my girl put me on to like Daniel Caesar a couple of years ago, mm. and it's like well a year and a half ago, and that was like that changed like the way I kind of listened to uh-huh. shit because I had been like heard about him. Right, she's like nah. You ain't heard about it. Like, that type of thing. She put me on. Nice. Um, so that was, like, a big thing, and I'm a huge fan now. Nice. Um, best favorite thing I've recommended to someone? Hmm. That's a hard one. So I have another one that was recommended to me by my girlfriend, and Chrono Trigger. Oh, what, dope. was a game that I had not played until a couple years back, and for my birthday, she got it for me on the technically she got me the ds cartridge but i had i played it on my 3ds mm-hmm. and again perfect way for me to play it I, I love playing jrpgs portably like on my commutes or during lunch breaks whenever i have a few seconds to, to pour into the game and um I, I bumped up a couple i bumped up against a couple of like walls and hurdles mm-hmm. and she helped me get over them but uh it is cool like having i, I kind of owe it to her like my reintroduction and my reappreciation of 
JRPGs because mm-hmm. like I loved Chrono Trigger so much and I understood why because I was also apprehensive like does, will it hold up like it's an SNES game how yeah. how good can it be uh, turns out it's really fucking good <laughs> and the music is incredible like I loved everything about it and it felt so cool to be able to be in you that know club. be in that club and then alternatively like when the when the this is like the 3ds era which i think which is why i think remakes and backwards compa- compatibility is so important um i got her or i think she she bought it but i rec- i told her like you have to play um ocarina of time like, you have to play ocarina of time it's so good it's like one of my favorite games of all time she played it she loved it and as a result she's now kind of going through like all the zeldas so she's like learned to really like embrace it and, and appreciate what it what, you know what it's done and She's playing. I think she. I don't know if she finished Breath of the Wild. I don't think she finished it. But um, again, so cool when you're able to be like, I love this thing, and now you love it. Yeah, yeah. high five. Um, my friend, I I recommended uh, the uh, Japanese novel uh, "All You Need Is Kill," which was ad- yeah. adapted into. Uh, I forgot what it's called in English. Um, it's a Tom Cruise movie where he dies and comes back to life. It's like some Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. And I'm, my, I'm with it today. You, with you're the, on, my man. Brain you've been on. eating your vitamin B. Got my jasmine green tea, dog. Green tea. Um, yeah, and he like is a huge fan. And every time he brings it up, he always like shouts me out. And nice. It's like, that's a, like really dope because like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just always loved that book. And like, it was cool to like see it adapted into like a movie that I actually liked. Yeah, it was really good. really cool. Yeah. Um, also, I think you put me on to um, Douglas Adams. Oh yeah, um, Hitchhiker's Guy. Because I remember, like back in the day, you had like a the big version, like with all the books in yeah, it, like, all five of them. Yeah, and I was like, I've always wanted to check that out. And you're like, you should read it. It's so like, good. Yeah, so I like I ended up buying them all like a couple years after that. Nice. Um, that's always a really good one. Now I I I love recommendations. Man. Yeah, they're, they're so good. Really good. They, every time like we talk about them, I, I think of like more and more mm-hmm. other recommendations. And if and when we first started dating, my girlfriend recommended me um, *Sirens of Titan* by Kurt Vonnegut, mm. and it's one of my favorite books ever. Now, like it's it's such a if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It's so good and so trippy, and kind of comes together really really nicely at the end. Uh, but yeah, there's a speaker. Um, he like is a Pan African like studies um, speaker. I, I think I've showed you some of his videos, but his name is Akala. Mm. He's a he's a UK rapper, um, and he's like a, also like a teacher and stuff like that, but. Um, he's a huge, he does like this Shakespeare for like kids and stuff. Like gets them into like Shakespeare. Oh, dope. And he got me into like reading like King Lear and oh shit, that shit's dope. Like, yeah, yeah. I never liked Shakespeare. Yeah, me neither. Ever. I hated it in school because like a lot of stuff in school, like you end up reading either like a small bite size part of it or like the teacher's giving you her, their interpretation of it at the time yeah and it's like it's all through a lens and so instead of just like giving you the stuff and letting you just make see what you see yeah Yeah. yeah. so like a lot of that stuff like greek myths and even shakespeare and stuff like that so yeah yeah like he definitely like recommended um uh not othello what's the other one the one uh i can't think of the one Hamlet. Hamlet. <laughs> oh, I'm right. Yeah. Yo, three for three this <laughs> Hamlet's week. Hamlet's great. Holy Hamlet's shit. Hamlet's dark as fuck, man. It's good. Nice. You should read Hamlet. Yeah, I should read Hamlet. I've never read it. Yeah, there's really good versions. Like the Folgers ver- Folger version is really good. Huh. Uh, it's easy to like understand and stuff like that. Dope. Dope. I'm definitely going to look into that now. Um, Re- recommendations turn into recommendations and they lead to great things. Indeed. I'm not going to be the brain that sparks the brain, but I'm going to be the brain that sparks the brain that mm, sparked the brain. Bars. Bars. Speaking of which. Shout out to Tupac. 
Jumping into feeling it. Feeling it is where we take one thing okay. that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah, so uh, I'll go. Ooh. This is actually was kind of semi-recommended to me. Um, but uh, there's an artist, and his name is Jacob Banks. Okay. And he's a UK artist, and he has like a very soulful vibe. My friend Moscova went to a show the other day. Um, and he had like posted like a song and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, that sounds really good. Nice. And he was like, yo, you should check him out, whatever. And, uh, actually Muscova listens to the show now. So hey, shout out to Muscova. Shout out to you. Um, but yeah, Jacob Banks, I've been going through his new album. Uh, what's it called? Sorry. Was not prepared. Um, and this yeah. is Jacob J-A-C-O-B. Yeah. Jacob Banks, as you would spell it. Got it. The regular way. Jacob um, Banks. Banks. No uh, relation to, uh. Phil or Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh but his um his newest album's called The Village or Village. Uh and I've been going through that and I'm going to go back. He's been out for a couple years now since like, at least 2013. Okay, cool. Um and I'm going back through. That's the best. And it's yo. just it's really good cuz I'm like getting the new stuff and that's what I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I'm going back. Uh, but he dope. has this really powerful voice and it's very soul like This is what does it sound like? Anything close to anyone? Uh, it sounds like some old like 70s shit, man. Ooh. Like like some old powerful, I don't know how to fucking describe it, but uh, but it's it's really good. I would definitely check it out yeah. if you're into like soul music or, you know, those like strong like instrumental ballads and mm. stuff like that hell yeah and this yeah. is a uk artist yeah he's a uk artist nice that's just like well, fucking pop your fucking head <laughs> off pang <laughs> it's pang um all right yeah mine is a complete departure from that but mine is a, a series on netflix that just came out i think fairly recently called kingdom oh, i don't know if you've yeah, seen it yo shit. it's so Dog. good it's like blowing my mind so i, I like i kind of wrote it off initially because i was like oh zombies mm-hmm. kind of i'm off that whatever yeah. And I still kind of feel that way to some degree, but they are. If so, you do it right, if you do it right, and you mm-hmm. if you put it in a new setting and you and you introduce other elements, because you know, like the best parts of a zombie movie are the human, ele- mm-hmm. the human element, because the humans are the real monsters. Yada yada yada, you get that. But like this, this show does it so well because it it's you know it doesn't really over explain the lore of the zombies or or all that other stuff. It just dives right in. So it also takes place during the medieval uh i forget i think it's called the the cho period mm-hmm. so it's like korea but like you know the the medieval version of korea where they have like the the you know the palace guards and there's like you know royalty and uh and they they film it in what i'm assuming are like actual temples and, mm-hmm. and you know, castles and stuff it's so the production design and the cinematography, everything about this show, it's also in 4K for anyone who has a 4K TV, <laughs> the fuck uh, which is very important. <laughs> um, but it's, it's so it's so amazing because like it's it's layered. It, like the top layer yeah. is um, this like zombie thing that they, they throw that heightens the the sort of pressure of of the stakes, and then like the delicious bottom half of the cake is this the politics poli- yeah political yeah. <laughs> like people backstabbing each other and like you know um who has the right to the throne and like the class issues the though. class yeah. issues like there are literally scenes where like the the peasants are eating the rich and mm-hmm. like the you know there is a lot of like visual metaphors happening at the same time it pulls no punches mm-hmm. uh it throws zombies in scenarios that i've never seen before like you you think you've seen it all and then you watch something like this especially like from a foreign perspective mm-hmm. And 
there are things where you're like, oh, first of all, that's awful. But like, what an interesting concept, right? Like, you know, like animals aren't safe. Like children aren't safe. Women aren't safe. Like everyone sort of suffers in this, in this world, but it's so well written, so well shot. And it like completely blew me away. Um, It takes a while to get started. I would say like, give it like two episodes worth of Mm -hmm. a, of a chance. Um, And then dive in. And then dive in. But, but man, it's, it's so freaking good i can't wait to see more of it I, I think i'm almost done with the first season like we've been sort of like marathoning i haven't finished it yet but oh man it is so freaking good and it also like it's kind of dope seeing like you know medieval korean like warfare and the armor and the the, the looks and everything yeah. it looks so dope it's so good yeah I, I love the when you take like a overly saturated thing like the zombie uh, genre yeah and then you shake it up by putting it in like ancient times yeah and, yeah you know, so. and and they like they kind of mess with the rules of the zombies too so they only come alive at night so mm-hmm. in the daytime you have time to like let the humans play a bit yeah. more and screw each other over in, in new interesting ways man it's so good it's good it's so good and very disturbing and it's kind of exactly what i needed at the moment so check it out kingdom oh, definitely gonna check it out right after one piece where where <laughs> After 900 episodes of One Piece. <laughs> uh, so before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, yeah, you can catch me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Cappy Can't Lose, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Uh, hit me up, man. I, Do I, it. I like to follow back. Yeah. And um, if, I don't, if I don't see it, don't take it personal. Yeah, seriously. I will get to it. <laughs> um, I'm at Pauly Mayo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Feel free to follow me and talk to me. I'll probably respond if you're cool. And if you'd like to politely disagree with me, I'll probably respond to you even more. Yeah. Uh, But thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. If you could take a minute to rate and review the show, that would be amazing. It really helps us spread the word, especially on iTunes, I should should specify. Five stars, five words. Oh, yes, please. And if you like the show and want to help keep it going, please check out our profile on Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash the optional podcast, where you can just click the little supporter button. Um, It really helps us out. You can give us as low as a dollar a month. Super, super helpful. It's great. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show, share it with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook and Twitter at The Optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone, peace. Deuce, sis.